can I hear myself? Ew. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our latest episode of the Brownie Bites Show. I'm Vishaka. And I'm Rajvi. And we're really excited to take a bite into another week of delicious and sometimes bittersweet conversations about our interests and experiences as two brownies. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite city in the whole world, because that's where we met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is a tribute to Philly. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So Philadelphia, in our opinion, is the best city in the world. And yes. it's not only because we both met there, but it truly has some of the qualities of a great city. And we'll tell you why. So um, from my perspective, it's it's so nice because it has that kind of like a small big city feel and if you go to a place like New York it can just get so overwhelming because of all the skyscrapers all the people there's so much commotion congestion and it's just a lot going on it's very nice for a short period of time but not a place someone you know that likes a little bit of more relaxed lifestyle to you know live sustainably and California on the other hand and rural places are a little bit too relaxed so Philly kind of has that sweet spot of a good mix between liveliness but also relaxation and it's it's lively it's it's an affordable place I'm going through my whole list okay why don't you jump in and say what you (laughs) love about Philly before I finish the entire thing (laughs) <laughs> so Philadelphia has a has my heart like full full and full it has my heart I live here still um I always joke about this but whenever someone says um oh like how long have you been living here I say I like moved back home during the pandemic but Philadelphia could not keep me out for that long um it is truly the city that I fell in love with from the moment I stepped foot into it. I cannot explain to you how much I when I first actually when I first um started looking at colleges, I hated cities. Like I genuinely was just not into cities at all and I was just like, "Ugh, god, okay, I'm just going to go and tre- check out Drexel University and see like if I like it." <laughs> I cannot explain to you the feeling I felt that moment when I saw all of those buildings and it was just it was just like it just like it's like the ah moment, like the ah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I attribute Philly, I think the biggest thing is that's the, that's like, I attribute it to my first love. Like that's where I first fell in love, you know? So like I have a lot of emotions towards it. So I guess like, it's just, it's, it's just like a pretty place. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. Any season mm-hmm. you go, you will always feel at home at least for us. And I know, I mean, I can't think of anyone that's moved there and hasn't fallen in love with that city because it has so much to offer. 
And that's why it's called the City of Brotherly Love. And we have Love Park, which is one of our favorite places. And we're going to get into all of our, you know, most beloved spots in the city. And we'll basically give you a tour of Philly by just reminiscing our favorite streets and, you know, restaurants and bars and all that good stuff. But yeah, Philly is a wonderful place um, because of so many different things. And another quality that I really love about it is, you know, the diversity there, you know, Mm -hmm. just the demographics, like you have every kind of culture represented, um, with the food, with the restaurants, with the people you come across and everyone is so accepting and, um, you know, everyone's so nice. You bump into people on the street and they'll like help you and they'll talk to you. And it just has that very warm vibe. And I think Mm -hmm. that comes from, you know, the history that's there. Um, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of history. It's a (laughs) very historical place. And I think that's like the perfect beauty, like, you know, like the perfect mashup of like, a little bit of industrial, a little bit of historical, like has like the perfect mix of it. Yeah. I'm envious that you still live there. Like I am always living vicariously through you. Even though I love yes. San Francisco. It's just it's not Philly. <laughs> it's not Philly. Like this is gonna be my uh, attempt at getting Vishaka to come here soon. <laughs> oh, it's, it's happening. <laughs> that and it's like sort of becoming a travel ad, I feel like, you know, Philly yeah. like pay us we got (laughs) sponsor us yeah sponsor us (laughs) yeah I mean I remember when I got accepted to Drexel and I I received their acceptance letter and it and the first thing I saw was the amazing Philly skyline with from the vantage point of the dragon on our campus and oh my gosh that just gave me chills like it like it gave me goosebumps Mm-hmm. And I knew right then, like, that's where I wanted to be. And when I took my first steps on campus, I was like, wow, like, this city has so much hope. Like, I'm smiling so much. I don't think I've <laughs> ever gushed this much over a guy how much I am over this <laughs> Philly has that quality, though. Just, like, I, I don't know if it's just because I've been here. We've been here for so long or we've, like, you know, experienced a lot of things here. It's just like has that it's home for us it's like a home base like regardless of where we are i i like for me it's like if you put me in the middle of somewhere in philadelphia i'll figure my way out like you know oh, it's yeah. just it just feels so comfortable to know like that wherever i am i'm i'm home you know mm-hmm. <laughs> totally yeah, if, if somebody called me today and asked how to get to X, Y, and Z place, I'd be like, yep, you go down Chestnut, take a right at Walnut, like boom, 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 this is how you get there. <laughs> I know that city like the back of my hand. It's yeah. so crazy and I just can't get it out of my head. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and going back to the diversity piece, um, you know, another really humbling thing about Philly is that there's a huge, like, I don't know the right way to say this, but it's it's not a very wealthy city, right? Like, there are pockets that are, um, you know, lower income, 
and and like any city it, it kind of has that but that's also why people are so kind and just down to earth I feel like over there um, it doesn't have the reputation of the bad east coast kind of city that like DC or New York has it, it's mm-hmm. much more um, grounded I think and, and so are the people we're de- we, I mean do we definitely have um like I, I think after COVID especially there've been some but it's not terrible like yeah of course like New York is huge DC also but Philly definitely has like the sense of camaraderie and like like I feel like anyone that comes to Philly they're like oh you like you're from like you came to Philly like Philly is yeah. like yeah I, I feel always again like it it's like a family type thing like people are very welcoming people are very open about like you know welcome you with open arms basically that's nice totally yeah culture is a huge thing there and we're gonna get into that more and um you know the historical piece makes such a big difference for that city like the cobblestone streets and the brick buildings and the landmarks and museums like there's never a dry day. There's always something to do. You know, you have the Liberty Bell, you have the Constitution Center. Um, there's so much to learn. And I've never been a historical junkie, but being in Philly just made me have so much appreciation for, you know, being a citizen and being able to live in a country where there are so many possibilities and we have such a good life. No, definitely. Um I love history. Like, I love the historical, like, like view of it. I, I worked for um, the uh, district attorney's office at one point, and we used to go into the city hall and run errands in the city hall and then also go into, like, um, the courthouse and things like that. And it was just, like, you're literally transported into, like, like 1900s. Like, it's so nice. Like, it's, it's like, a weird feeling of, um, I don't know. It's just nice. It's like you're you're like kind of, it's all of this industrial feel, and then and then you just have little pockets of like um, cobblestone and pockets of like historical buildings, and just it just looks pretty. <laughs> it looks so pretty, yeah. So why don't we start with talking about my favorite thing, which is the food scene there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's I'm so do down. So. Drexel University, I think I need to backtrack and talk about like the way Philly is organized. So there's University City, which is where most of the campuses are. Um, Drexel's there, UPenn's there. I think University of the Sciences is also there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, just kind of on the outskirts. And then as you go a little bit more inland, it's Center City. And Mm -hmm. by the way, Philly is all walkable, which is one of the best things about it. You don't need an Uber or like public transportation, even though you have Ubers and fantastic public transportation. But we would always go walk wherever we need to be. And uh, Center City is relatively safe. Not Mm -hmm. other parts, but... Yeah, so you have Center City in the middle. That's, like, where all the action's at, the restaurants, the bars, the nightlife. Um, that's where we would be to go out. And then further than that, what, what's further than that? Maybe, like, the suburbs, I guess, or? 
Oh, you're going you're going towards the the west? The east, I'm sorry, the east. East. Oh, so it'll be you'll go to Center City and then there's um Old City, Callow Hill. Old City. Yep. Yeah. And then you go down, it's South Philly, so you got all the South Philly, Pashunk, everything. And then you have yeah. North Philly <laughs> with Fishtown and Kensington. Look at me going through all this. I know I know it all now. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> And Old City was so nice because that, mm-hmm. that's like where you have those cobblestone streets that I was talking about and the brick buildings and they ha- you have these little courtyards and green spaces and it just takes you back in history and you feel like you're walk taking a walk mm-hmm. in the 1900s. I don't even know how else to put it. Well, 1800s. Well, the apartment 1800s. that I live in. Yeah, yeah. The apartment that I live in currently was built in the 1800s. No way. Yeah. You know the exposed brick? That's the original brick. Yeah. (laughs) That is so cool. I know. I was like, I was pretty interested about that because like the area that I live in right now is so, um, it's, it's one of the most, um, it was called the French Quarters. So oh, like it, Nola, French Quarter. Yeah, yeah, basically. But it's like, you know, Rittenhouse and has all the, like, yeah. you know, nice areas and things like that. So that place definitely, like, still has some of its old... I always said my old place is haunted. <laughs> <I was>, really? <laughs> it was built like that. It was, like, it was definitely, like, it was a fourth floor of, like, this really old house. And, oh, my God, pretty sure it was haunted. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're here now and safe. Yes. But in the it was spirit a of Halloween. <laughs> it was Casper. <laughs> Casper. Yeah. So, um, yeah, taking it back to food, okay. Mm-hmm. The, the reason why I was explaining the, the map, and thank you for helping me with that, was because I wanted to start in University City, the food truck alley. So our campus was studded with food trucks. And now you say what your favorite ones were because I know we share the same ones. <laughs> we have to. Oh my god. I still miss it to this day. I could do, like, we could do an episode about this food truck. Yeah. I <laughs> I I stand in line for hours for this food truck. Like there would be only a small minuscule amount of time where you can get all the good stuff. It'll be oh, between yeah. like 1 like 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock. Yep. Right when it would open. Right when it would open. And you better be the first ones in line because you are not getting anything after that. Yep. But Cucina Zapata. Cucina Zapata. Oh. Oh. Fire. Oh, my God. I don't know what it was, but it was just like... Just Mexican Thai fusion is what they consider themselves as. Yeah. I'm still friends with the owner. His name's Rob Zapata. I went back to Philly once and I stood in line for an hour. I mean, I, not, not in line, but I was waiting until they would open. And then he's like, you're here? And it was like the most heartwarming feeling. Guys, imagine like going back to a city and the restaurant owner, well, food truck owner, but recognizing who you are. That's that's literally the definition of people in Philly. It's yeah. so warm. They'll remember but you. They remember <laughs> you. And then going to the food. So Mexican Thai fusion. My favorite 
thing on the menu was the chicken katsu. Same. Hands down. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> I think every time I go there, that's all I... And I don't think any other chicken katsu has done it for me. Ever. Yeah. After that. Like, it has ruined chicken katsu for me. Yeah. People don't know how to make chicken katsu. So it was white rice, steamed rice, with um, fried chicken katsu. Like, deep fried, okay? We're talking golden layer of crisp around that chicken cut into nice thin strips. I'm going to describe this thing to to a tea or I'm going to do my best. Okay. And then you would get a little bit of a nice salad on the side just to add to that greenery um, and make it look so colorful and vibrant. And then layered on top of all that yumminess was spicy mayo sauce. It's just a nice drizzle across it in a diagonal. And then, oh... (laughs) And did you ever get add a, what? Did you ever get the sunny side egg on top? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh. honey, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh my god! And then you you could ask for avocado on the side, extra fifty cents, but totally worth it in my opinion. Beautifully cut avocado slices, and then a fried egg on top with a little sriracha on the side. And then if you were lucky enough to get early on that day, because they would always run out of that thing, you could ask for some curry on the side because they would they would make uh, Thai curry as a separate dish. But if you asked for it, they would add it to your meal. Oh my God, you seem so shocked. Imagine all of these spicy and sweet and amazing flavors coming together. I mean... I really feel like I need to add a picture to our Instagram. Oh my God, what are you thinking of? Why is your jaw dropping? Why did I not hear about this curry? <laughs> Why is this the first time I'm hearing about this are you curry? Serious? Oh my gosh, it it's like the best Thai curry ever. It's kind of like a Penang curry. So you got the coconut milk and those warm flavors with lemongrass and lime and oh. I need them. I need it now. Yeah. Oh and it was God. cash only, $5. Best $5 anyone could ever spend. Oh, my God. That was... Oh. And you know what? You know it's good when even the salad was good. Like, even yes. the lettuce on the side, I would... I literally... That entire thing, I would savor it and eat it completely. I miss it so much. My mouth is watering. Oh my god. I feel like that's where we need to end the episode. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to add a picture to our Instagram story when Mm -hmm. we post this episode so people know what we're talking about. And they're not open on weekends, so if you're ever in Philly, you have to go on a weekday. Don't go on a holiday because they're closed then. But make it a point to go because it is the best food I've ever had. I know. I need to stop being lazy. <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> Wait, have you gone since you moved there? No. Raj V. I thought it was closed. I literally oh, thought really? they were closed. Yeah. Okay. I want to go. Now I'm Like permanently going. closed or just? Like for COVID. Oh, yeah. I think they did shut for a little bit, but... 
And now I have to Drexel go. Drexel students weren't back on campus for a while, so maybe that's mm, why. Maybe. Because that thing would be sold out right away. Like, I don't think anyone would be like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's an entire food truck row, and that was the last truck on the entire food truck mm-hmm. row thingy. And the entire line would just be for that. <laughs> like, I would leave class early for that. <laughs> Oh, same. And I would get to class late because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Priorities. (laughs) Priorities. So a couple other ones I had on my list, but why don't you say? Halal food trucks, right? I'll, I'll debate this till I die. But halal food in Philly, and I know New Yorkers will come at me for this, but... The chicken in Halal Philly is better than the chicken in New York because the chicken in the Philly Halal places, the food trucks, have curry chicken. Like, the chicken is marinated and it tastes so much better. It tastes so much better. I I can attest this to this yeah. too because I always went to the one in Philly and then people be like no the real ones in New York and I went to New York it was trash I'm sorry it was dry it, it was not good it was dry it it just didn't feel like as quality meat to be honest and I like quality meat <laughs> and and hear this out. I would get free meat from those halal guys. (laughs) My favorite thing to do at the halal food trucks is the guy would ask, because I I hate when people assume that I'm Indian. It's not that I have any problem with it, but it's just like, 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 I don't know. Like, it just feels weird when they're just like, oh, namaste or something like that. So I would always just, so, so I would do this thing where it would be like, He'd be like, oh, yeah, like, oh, namaste, you're Indian, right? And namaste, like, say something in, in like, you know, and I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, I'm not Indian. Like, I'm from <laughs> no Jersey. No comprendo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from Jersey. And he's like, oh, really? You're not Indian at all? And I was like, no, 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 I'm from Jersey. I am the most Indian looking Indian ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> nose ring and all. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But no, I was like, no, I'm sorry, I'm from Jersey. Like, I don't know what that is. (laughs) Yeah, those two food trucks were bomb. I think, I think it goes in order for me, though, because my second one, like, so the first one is Cucina Zapata. The second one is not halal. Is it Happy Sunshine? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) That place is so good. It is like, like, it's like a, it's, it's, it was my tradition. Saturday morning, Saturday morning after like being overly hungover, I would walk over to Happy Sunshine, get myself a hot chocolate, and then get myself uh, egg and cheese on hash, egg and cheese with hash brown, salt, pepper, ketchup. (laughs) And the people that work there, the lady and the man old married not old but like middle-aged married mm-hmm. asian couple so cute so friendly everyone was there hungover on the weekends that was like yeah. one of the only food trucks that was open and people would go get their brunch there it was so good it was like the best like comfort food ever 
Their hot cho- have you had their hot chocolate? Yes. That was so delicious too. It's like I, I asked him, I was like, he does he does half, half and half and half whole milk. That's why it tastes so good. That's the secret. Yeah. I remember so I the only reason why I know about Happy Sunshine was because my ex was like obsessed with Happy Sunshine when he started. Yeah. And the so guy was knew- mine. Really? <laughs> That's how I figured it out. Oh my god. I only ever went with my ex. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> I think it was I a went dude once thing. without. <laughs> Maybe. But the guy knew my ex. Like he the the guy in the in the thing. So I was just like and I think wow. one time he, he, he used to give him free hot chocolate too. And I was just like, what the hell? And then the food truck guy, the one time I went without without him, without my ex, he would be like Oh, you're you were with that guy, right? Like, where is he? How's he doing? And I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go back. I would go back in a heartbeat. I want to go back. Yeah. Okay, we're doing a food tour. Um, Let's do it when I come to Philly. So, as much as I am in a food coma, um, actually, we need to continue this. Mm-hmm. Restaurants. Okay. All right, so one of the things that I think is really special about Philly, and I haven't really seen this anywhere else, a lot of the restaurants there do BYOB, which is so cool. You can bring your own alcohol into the restaurant. They won't charge you for it. They'll open it up for you and just enjoy your meal with it. Is this not a Western Have you done that ever? No. Oh, really? I do do it all the time. Yeah. yeah, I have not seen or heard that here. Wow. Yeah, you will... I'm pretty sure you'll get fined, honestly. I mean, California does have strict uh, liquor laws, but not that strict, but still. Yeah. Wow, Like, here you can that. drink in parks, but you can't, like, bring alcohol into a restaurant. I love BYOBs because I always bring, like, the... Well, you know, sometimes it's a hit or miss because you want, you want, like, certain flavors to go with your food. But sometimes it's just, like, I don't like any of the wine or any of the beer or whatever. It's on the selection, so I'm just going to bring my own. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So lucky. So the restaurant I feel like I have to talk about is Han Dynasty. Hand Nasty. Hand Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> um... So this is a restaurant that is in University City, walking distance from Drexel's campus. It's literally right on the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a Chinese restaurant. Do they consider themselves Chinese? Or is it like Asian? It's like Asian. Asian. I would say Asian. Yeah. Asian. Okay. Asian. But this place has the best Asian food. You order anything on their menu. And I kid you not, I quit Asian food since. Especially Chinese it, food. It doesn't taste the same. They they load that shit with MSG here and yeah. you get headaches from the food. Or it's like they're not using quality meat again. Like It's like Panda Express style, you know? Oh. You don't want to be eating that. Han Dynasty was the last best Asian food I've had. And I think one of the coolest things about that restaurant, anything you order from their menu, it has to be, you have to give them a spice level. And so it's on a scale of one to 10, but you can even say an 11 and that will screw you up. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had an 11 before? I don't do spicy food. 
at I mean, all. I don't either, but I would go with people that ate spicy, and it, it was an interesting experience. Like, how do you taste anything? I just don't get that it. That is true. <laughs> but, oh, my God, yeah. Don Don noodles. Oh, my God. Drunken noodles. Oh, they're drunken noodles? I have not found ones that can compete yet. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Same. Cool, adding it I to my list ordered. right now. You better FaceTime when you when you go to all these places and then somehow feed me through the camera. Or you can just come here and we could do the food tour. Okay, okay this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other restaurants you want to call out? Shoot. I mean, there's so many good ones. Yeah. The restaurant so scene ones. in Philly is top tier drinkers tacos oh really but that kind of that kind of goes into the the nightlife thing but at the same time drinkers the tacos i'm sorry there's no place else that i could get dollar tacos and then also get my beer at the same time so it's me drinking a ton of beer and having a lot of tacos it's the best night ever it's literally a package of fun (laughs) package of fun (laughs) That's so awesome. I never tried them. I went to Drinkers a few times. It's mm-hmm. It gets so lit there. Oh, my gosh. Um, for me, in terms of nightlife, have you ever been to Johnny Walker Lounge? No, where is that? Girl, JWL was my shit. It's in what? Chinatown. Okay. It... it it's like hidden so you ba- you basically walk into this like it's kind of like reading terminal place in chinatown so there's like a bunch of different food stalls inside this it looks like really beat down place um and they have like a halal uh food joint over there they have a bunch of different food stalls go to the second floor and there is the littest bar you've ever seen. It's called Johnny Walker Lounge. Oh my gosh. So it's, it's kind of like a hookah bar. I'm looking this up as we speak. Okay, it's a hookah <laughs> karaoke bar. I would go there with my one friend, Nika. And I'll tell you, some crazy shit happened there. And I had some of my best nights over there. Oh, you didn't come out on the night of my birthday. That's where we oh ended up God. going. Yes. Yes. So we got a karaoke room. We were having a ball. They brought bottles on bottles on bottles. And we had our own private room, singing, dancing. That place gets crazy. It's the best time. Oh, my God. I wish I came. Why did I not go? I don't know. We'll go there I was, together. Yeah. Oh my god. Can it's we go really do karaoke? Affordable. Yes, I love karaoke. Oh, yes. <laughs> we can we can do um Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to. Crank <laughs> that oh, and kiss yes. me through the phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yes, this is a definite place. I am adding this to my list. Cool. You're not allowed to go there without me. Oh. Okay. Promises. <laughs> <laughs> what were your, were your favorite places uh, for nightlife? Um, they actually closed one of my really good pl- places. It was called Porta. Porta. It was really nice. Yeah. 
was like this pizza shop that they converted into like a night thingy at night. It was really nice. But I think they closed it down after COVID. Mm-hmm. But, but I have to say nightlife, but also like bars in general, there are some really nice speakeasies in Philadelphia. Like <clears throat> the Ransted Room. It's like in this alley, right? And you walk in and then there's like, it's like alley and then literally right next to the door is a garbage like it's like a garbage can so it's like a you wouldn't have noticed if you didn't know what it was you know you go downstairs and like you wait in this like little hallway thing and it's like this little one little red light and then the waitress like puts you in it takes an hour and you can't leave because you're just like if you leave you lose your spot oh and then when she opens the door of Ashaka it's like this like you're 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 in the 1940s like you're you're in like Gatsby era like it's so nice Oh it's a perfect gosh, date spot. I want to go. I love speakeasies. And yeah, also hop I've heard sing. that there's a lot. Hop sing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that one too. I mean, I've heard that there's so many secret bars and speakeasies in Philly. I haven't even scratched the surface with those, but they're everywhere. Next time, speakeasies, because I haven't yes. gone to any in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of fun, so I wanted to talk about some of our most memorable events and things that we did in Philly. And I had two big things on my list. One was Super Bowl 52 championships, the Eagles, when they won. Can you describe that night? Um, I probably would have died that night to be 100% <laughs> honest because so it was me and my friend we were watching it at like a bar and then when we won the entire city erupted I'm like it we were in University up. City yeah like every single person out like was outside of their home and rushing I'm talking running towards mm. City Hall like Everyone. I was one of them. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> we went all the way to City Hall. My phone died. Oh, man. It was so bad. And my parents knew that I was like, you know, like I was going to go. And mind you, everyone was belligerently drunk. People were outside of their cars, literally sitting outside of the cars driving. And police officers were just like, whatever. Like they didn't, they couldn't care. People were climbing up places. People were like, literally, I didn't, okay, also, what I don't understand is why you have to destroy everything once you win. But, like, it was just like, I know. it was so But that was fun. the first time the Eagles won a Super Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, the trashy behavior was obviously not okay, but people were going insane. Like, they were mental. Mm-hmm. I was at Bonchon in Philly, which has the best Korean fried wings, <sighs> okay? And it, it's, it's a sports bar, sports bar, too. So we were standing there because we couldn't get a seat. And they won. And people were jumping up and down. They were hugging random people. Like, that feeling, it was one of the most amazing feelings of my life. You, just imagine being in a crowded room where everyone's emotions or like excitement level is just out of this world and then we start storming out running towards center city um well we were in center city but like toward uh city center and then on the way 
you hear people honking in their cars and they aren't stopping honking. It's just beep and it's going till 3 a.m. And then people are climbing up the lampposts and trying to fly like eagles because they're (laughs) freaking crazy. And we get to uh, right in front of uh, City Hall and everyone's just crowded there. They're partying and drinking, climbing up City Hall. It was chaotic but so much fun. They put Crisco on the pole so people wouldn't climb it. I remember that, yeah. It didn't stop people. Nope, people were still like, they were climbing up cars. I felt so alive that day. (laughs) So we would be crazy not to talk about Aaron Express. So Aaron Express is a weekend devoted to celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Every year, people get drunk out of their minds. It's it's a thing in Philly, okay? The city supports this. There are school buses tr- taking you from bar to bar so people can get effed up, and it's the most fun thing. It is so much fun. Did you know when I first visited Drexel, was on a day of Aaron Express and the first thing the first thing when my parents came out of the car right the first thing that they saw was a man in green boxers with clovers on it walking around Philadelphia and he my dad turns around and looks oh at me he's God. like this is where you want to go to school <laughs> I was like yes and, and that was when you made your decision I was like I knew then <laughs> I want to go here. <laughs> My first glance into Aaron Express, I didn't even know it was called Aaron Express. I didn't mm. even know St. Patrick's Day was celebrated that way. And I was walking past LeBeau, which was our business building, mm-hmm. and I saw this guy dressed up in green peeing on LeBeau. Oh, my In gosh. broad daylight, because of course it's a day drinking thing, on our business building, on it's a nice building in public. I mean, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I was cracking up. I was like, wow, I go here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It is the best fun. Like, it is, it is, first of all, I don't recall Aaron Express for the past three times that I've gone. I don't remember it because that's like, it's. That's the only <laughs> time memories. that I've... Yeah, faded <laughs> memories. What I do remember is, it is always this day after I regret every single decision I have made that day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Aside from the food that I ate after when I'm super, super inebriated, that is the only thing I remember. But... I'm so sad because I only really truly celebrated Aaron Express my last year of Philly and I was mad. I was like, what have I been doing these last three years? But Swathi was there with me. It was actually a double date and we made up for it. We had so much fun. When was this? Yeah, it it was senior year. She was with her guy and I was with mine. Why was I there? I don't know. I need a redo. I didn't invite you. Okay, redo. I'm coming there. (laughs) 
So yes, Erin expresses something that everyone should experience. It's so underrated. Like people, I mean, obviously Mardi Gras is amazing, but Erin Express is the Mardi Gras of Philly and Mm -hmm. everyone deserves that experience. Well, now that you mentioned the Mardi Gras of Philly, actually, did you know that there's a thing called Mummer's Day Parade? Really? It's held on, uh, it's New Year's Day. And it's basically, it's like every, it's like a huge thing in Philadelphia. It's a huge parade, starts in South Philly, and it's like groups dressed up in mummers costumes. You have to look this up. It is insane. I saw it once, but I was like super hungover when I saw it. It is, it is basically like, uh, kind of like the Mardi Gras, like, feeling. Wow. Yeah. And South Philly has Condom Kingdom, <laughs> one of my favorite stores. Not because I buy stuff from there, but it's, it's just, just so funny. It's so it's funny. Shock factor. Yeah. Okay. I know it's almost time, bedtime for you. So we'll wrap mm-hmm. it up with, I mean, I could have done an hour long on this last section, but we'll, we'll make it quick. Um, what is, was your favorite place to visit in Philly? Well, hands down favorite place in the entire area is Rittenhouse Square. Um, It is so serene, so peaceful. Every Saturday, I make it a point to walk, Saturday and Sunday, I make it a point to walk through Rittenhouse Square because it's always like little kids, like little babies, like playing. Um, There's always dogs everywhere. There's people just having a picnic and like just sitting there. And like there'll be like little music playing. People are like, you know, showing music and stuff like that. And then I would get myself a coffee from my favorite coffee place, Ultimo. It's on 21st and... It is so good, Vishak. Oh, my God. We went there. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That place was so amazing. Good. So good. So I would take my little coffee, and then I would get myself a bagel with lox and cream cheese, and I would go and sit in the park for, like, an hour or two. And just, it was just, it's the best. It's the best. Rittenhouse <laughs> is one of the most wholesome places, and it also has one of my favorite restaurants. Very upscale, but amazing park brasserie the french restaurant oh my gosh i feel so bougie being there i feel so bougie just walking in rittenhouse yeah like, makes you feel like a million bucks that yep. is the prime location in philly mm-hmm. um and also the aka hotel oh yeah i like that place it's really nice yeah it's really good um my favorite place in philly the art museum. I mean, it's it is one of the most defining things about Philly. It so the rocky steps, everybody knows about that. Just walking up those steps and mm-hmm. going up and you can see the whole city in front of you. It just feels like there's so many possibilities, but it's not like being at the top of a skyscraper, right? Like this is this has so much history to it and so much culture and but my favorite place is behind the art museum um, near Boathouse Row. And it's uh, part of Fairmount Waterworks. There's this gazebo behind the art museum. It is one of the most 
stunning places I've ever seen in my entire life. It's right on top of the Schuylkill River. And dear future husband, if you are out there and listening to this, that is where I want to get proposed to. So you better get down on one knee and propose to me there because I don't see this happening anywhere else in the world. <laughs> I Every time I've walked past that place, I dream about it. And you always see engagements happening there, mm-hmm. and it's, it's beautiful. It With the sunset mm-hmm. across the water. Oh, I love it. That place is a lot of, lot of memories that place has. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, folks. Well, that's it for today. Um, we hope you really enjoy this special tour of Philly as we walked you through all of our favorite places where we made some of our most special memories and We hope you get to check it out too if you haven't been there already or if you have go to some of the places that um, you didn't get to visit before and if you have any recommendations for philly for us please let us know because we can't get enough of that city and we want to hear all about it so we can add it to our own bucket list um and with that said uh you can find us on instagram at brownie bites show or reach out to us via email at browniebitesshow at gmail.com. And um, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars or above. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, life is like a plate of brownies. You can't appreciate the sweetness without tasting the slightly burnt edges. So come take a bite with us every week, and we hope you're loving this. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.